You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. What a, what an IG wrong. Now back to Willard and Dibs. Take it away, Mark. No, not today, Steph. Not today. You're not taking it away? That's, that's, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's, that's the word, right? Not today. It's not okay today. It's so worth consideration. Steph basically failed, too, because he was a That's part right. of the pitch. That's right. That's Another right. miss for Steph Curry. <laughs> Come on, Curry. Well, okay. Oh, right? No! Let's get into this. Willard and Dibs, we'll get right back to your calls at 888-957-9570. But this is a call I've been wanting to take uh, for a while. And it is the great Kevin Franson, uh, our good mutual friend, joining us now here live on, on Willard and Dibs. And, and so, from the perspective of when a player goes in to free agency, Franny, and by the way, happy holidays, hello, how you doing? Everything hey, happy holidays. Yeah, what's going on, man, you good? You know, just, just taking a walk here in the 50-degree uh, rainy weather, because uh, DJ just wanted to go out and do something crazy, my two-year-old, so... We're chasing squirrels. Love it. Nice. Love it. Love it. So are the Giants, by the way. Um, oh, if they'll, seems like it, right? Yeah, if they'll Six sign. seven-inch squirrels. Uh, I mean, so when when you've got a free agent like this, is it on the team that misses, or uh, can can we sit back and just say, look, Aaron Aaron wanted to be a Yankee all along. The player was driving the bus. What What is your perspective after something like this takes place? He wanted to be a Yankee, and I think that's the most important thing because everyone's going to be like, they didn't do enough, the Giants. They didn't do enough. It's like, they did a hell of a lot. To be able to offer someone nine years, 360, just in general, come on. Like, that that's going out there and, and putting it out there on the line. You had, to, you had to wow him. I'm sure you got wowed. But at the end of the day, it just says he wanted to be a Yankee, and that's okay because now, like, more than ever, you can't rest on anything. You gotta. You you better have had a, you know, which we are already know it far on. He's got you know contingency plans all the way to, to Z, you know, and and, and probably further than that. So I, I just look at this as being one of those things where Aaron Judge wanted to be a Yankee. That's fine. Now you pivot. You go to your plan. You know, plan B, and you execute it, and you don't get outbid. You might have to overpay, and that's okay because sometimes we forget, you know. And, I know you guys don't forget. There needs to be stars there. Stars win. Right, and stars draw as well. And right now this team is starless, and Farhan reaching the end of his tenure has been unable to close on any major free agent. At what point is it fair to look at that fact beyond Aaron Judge and ask why, Kevin? Uh, I Look, that's – I don't – again, the nine years 360, is that Farhan? I mean, is that is that his problem? You know, when when a guy doesn't want to go there, you know, he wants to go to New York. I don't know. You know, he's been able to win. He's been able to do a lot of things in, in multiple places, obviously in Oakland and L.A., and obviously San Francisco. But it, it, it I, I guess with that one, it would be different if it was like his own, right? And, he, and it, like, say Aaron Judge came up as a giant. 
He did everything, and then he went away. Wouldn't that say more about Farhan? You know, that that's the way I look at it. Because, again, they put the pursuit out there, and they went after him. They went after him with everything in ownership. But at the end of the day, he chose where he was, what he wanted to be. Like, if, if, if the whole reports are with him and Hal, do you want to be a Yankee for life? Yes. I mean, can't fault the guy, right? So, like, what, what did Farhan have to play with? He played with what he had. He lost out, and I don't even see it as a loss because he was a guy that he didn't have. It would have been like that that perfect piece, right? But they have so many other holes that you have got to be able to, uh, you know, overcome from this just in general, right? Like, they do need a shortstop moving on in the future, unless Luciano is their guy, right? Unless Luciano has proven that he can play short every day, which we all know last year wasn't a great year for the entire farm system. That doesn't mean this farm down. But they got so many pieces they, they need. Like, to me, it's a shortstop and two two starters. Like, shortstop, uh, uh, get another impact bad if you need, but you got Mitch Haniger. So uh, is that going to replace an Aaron Judge what you would have had? Well, I guess not, but you didn't have Aaron Judge from the beginning. Kevin Franzen with us here, Willard and Dibbs, 95-7 the game. Okay, you and I were texting to each other earlier, and the name Carlos Correa came up. What What are your thoughts right now? Uh, I, I think he becomes a giant just in general, uh, and I don't think it's a uh, second-place finish type thing, you know? Carlos Correa, like, <laughs> the Twins went after him. Like, you're talking about a guy that signed a one-year deal with him for a record amount, 35.1, had two opt-outs, he opted out. And they kept coming after him. How many times have we seen the one-year deal or the one-two-year deal like a Rodon? And you don't really hear him going after him, right? Or, or Trey Turner with the Dodgers. Not really going after him. And it just says something about, I don't know, there's something about that to me and, and all the, the you know outside noise about 2017, I get it, but there's the leadership quality that he has and I find it to be fascinating with him. We still haven't seen his best baseball down here a little bit last year, but that also be, you know, play a factor in, into, you know, what's going on right now. But the guy's going to get paid. He's a heck of a player. We know that. Uh, and I think it fits. It just depends on, uh, to me, I, <laughs> I can't move Brandon Crawford in his last year, uh, the third base. I don't care what anyone says. I'm, I, I'm sorry. I'm in that, in that boat of Brandon Crawford's earned the right to be the shortstop no matter what. And unless he's moved, like, he should be the guy opening day. So then you're out on the Correa pursuit, or do you move Correa to a different no, you, position? You say, hey, like, look, this is, this is what you got to do. We're going we're gonna to do this. If you can't, it, it, this is about the team and, and the aspect. Like, we're paying. So does it really matter that you need to be the shortstop this year? Like, what happens if it's third base? What happens if second base? But what happens if, if Brandon Crawford goes to them and says, hey, I'll do what, whatever you guys need for me? Like, that's the other part we got to think. Like, Crawford's, he's the, he's culprit number one in this whole thing of being, I am, I, I am listening to him. Because why? Because technically he's the leader of the team, right? Longest tenure giant, uh, since Brandon Belt left. And, and you're looking at it for me, I see him going, man, if it, if it means me going to third and getting Correa, I'm in. I, I could see that happening too. But I, again, there's a lot of pride with, with Brandon and how good he is and how good he's been. But Correa makes you better. And that's going to be the interesting thing. The other thing, too, is like Dan's response. Like, I'm not in on Xander Bogart. I'm more, 
I want Xander Bogarts to be a, a Red Sox. I, I'm a believer in that one. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I, I feel like like Dampy Swanson will be a good fit too. There's a lot of things that you could do still. You know, now that you're out of the judge thing, you picked up Hanniger. Go out and get yourself a shortstop. Go get some starting pitching because there's Bassett out there who's loved it in Oakland. Uh, you have Senga who, through reports, through YouTube video and scouting, say, look, great. What is he? Because everyone is a little different when they come here to the big league. You know, in, in America, and uh, except for if you're Shohei Otani and you're the unicorn, that is a different story. Kevin, I, I wonder this, though. Uh, yes, there's still a lot out there. But what if none of it happens? What would you say to a fan this time after the Giants have cleared all the room, coming off of a boring season, they've said we're ready to spend, and if they get through the next handful of weeks and all those names you just mentioned, what what if, what if none of them are on the San Francisco Giants? What would you say to a fan then? Uh, hang with them, uh, I guess. <laughs> That's really what you got to do. I would... I would coax Barry Bonds into coming back out, right? Like, be like, hey, dude, you can sign a year. You <laughs> deal? You get some fans coming to that, right? We can, I mean, start that, we can restart that Hall of Fame clock all over again. I mean, they got to yeah. they got to do something at some point, right, Kevin? I mean, that, that well, to me, I'll yeah. say that that's fair. Like, it's been twenty two years at this ballpark, and no big time hitter has ever said yes. Right. So, it, right, there's something there, isn't there? Kind of yes, no. It just depends on the selling point, right? Like, it just depends on. Uh, you know, if you go back and look at like what Richard really and, and, and Jeff Kent did, right? Like his right-handed hitters, you know, you can hit bombs there. You know, that's the thing; he can play. Last couple of years, obviously, the COVID year is starting it, where we saw that you know number of home runs at the park go up a little bit, right? Bringing in right center field, which I was like, why are we doing this? You know, because it's the park; it's what we. But I mean, it, it proved that it, it helped. Obviously, uh, is there something there? Sure, why not? Um, but at the same time, like it's it's San Francisco. So here's here's my only. I, I think it it may have like if if Correa or whoever that shortstop may be that they're going after now, right? If they turn down the job and they lose out on that, that's the one where I just go, oh, oh, right. Like I, I there's there's at some point, I feel like they're gonna have to. It's gonna end up being it's gonna cost them, um, you know, to to do that. The other thing is, you just hope that your your minor leaguers, which we all know at some point, can they can all hit, they can all do something. Uh, but that's a real big toss up in this whole thing. Uh, they have a great young group of core, like young guys that are capable. They didn't show it last year, but they're capable, like the Schmitz and the Lucianos and and, and the Ramoses, and then obviously Matos. But again. What has to happen? They got to do it. They got to actually push this, this the envelope on them. So, what do I say to a fan? Like, if none of that happens, I, I just I would say I hope that isn't the case. Yeah, yeah. see you in twenty twenty four is what yeah. we say. Yeah. Uh, wait yeah. for the next. Uh, wait, wait for the next general manager to come in and try. Your, li- your little one sounds like uh, like maybe a, a judge fan. Doesn't doesn't sound too happy about all this. No, no he just he's like he, he wants to take his jacket off, but. Uh, Dead, dead, not letting him. Yeah, they always want to take the jacket off. The right. jacket is like too a, restrictive. It's yeah, like a sign of disrespect when you're a little kid. Like it's just like there's right. never room for a jacket. No, no. Yeah. So like he wants to come out and he's two. He wants to swing, right? He wants to take some hats. 
and he, he grabs the sister's bat way too big for him and he gets all frustrated and he wants to take the jacket off because he can't swim with the jacket on. You're like, uh, well, that's not the case. It's just that's too heavy for you. No, uh, so, uh, yeah, he's a little restricted right now, but that's okay. Yep. You know? We all got to get in where we fit in, Kevin. Yeah, thanks, brother. We appreciate you thanks, doing Kevin. it. All right, boys. I see you. All right, there he goes. Franny uh, joining us here on uh, 95.7 The Game. I mean, that's that's the spot that I know a lot of our heads go, which is, and I know you're, I mean, I can see it. It's a disaster, bro. Well, no, I can see you're disaster. saying like, and, and I, on a day like today, I fully get it. When he says, there's all these other things that you can do, right? the Giants fan reaction is, but they're not going to do it. Exactly. Which we don't know, actually, that they're not going to do it, but history suggests that they're not going to do it. Right. And, but, but So they're not going to do it. Well, I don't Carlos know. Correa it doesn't mean not, that, actually. Well, you could look at history. You could look at the pattern of operations from Farhan Zaidi, and you could see that he has never, as a Giants uh President of Baseball Operations, he has never signed a player for more than three years. He has never given a contract over $100 million. It's not something that he's done. If you're a free agent and you're Carlos Correa and you're sitting back and you're watching what happened with Aaron Judge, you're following the Aaron Judge blueprint. You're going to use the Giants' desperation and how thirsty they are to bring in a star, and you're going to use it against them well, to get more money from the team where you actually want to go. Well, except for th- this is different than that. This is Carlos Correa who just did a one-year deal with the Twins. What What is the team actually that he actually wants to be with? Probably not this one. Oh, I have no idea. Like, this right. is very different than Aaron Judge when you're talking about... Going back to the one right, destination. like a lifetime Yankee who apparently still How wanted to say... How many teams do you think want Carlos Correa? Oh, I don't know. How many 20? Oh, no, no, no. They all want him. Exactly. Oh but, but so I'm, then he's got his but, pick but not, in terms of where he wants no, to go. No, because not part. everybody's willing to, do, to, to put that contract out there. Not everyone's in that position. How many teams are actually having deep conversations with Carlos? I bet it's right now no more than five. Four or five, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And those, so I don't know. You know and I don't know who they are. I mean, it sounds like the Cubs, the Cubs are one. Are certainly it sounds one like the, the Giants are one. And it sounds like the Twins are one. That's what we know. Right. But... You know, I love the Bleacher Report was, oh, they're far down the road with uh, the Cubs. And we're all going to believe that the same way we just did where the Giants were far down the road. Well, we don't know what to believe. Aaron Judge Judge duped us with uh, the whole idea that he he didn't even fly out here. That was a fake video. And the whole thing about... No, No, he was here, but it was staged. Right. The, so, the video was staged. Which is ridiculous. It's and the whole here. notion of, oh, he's talking to real estate agents. Because <laughs> he, he's looking at Danville, folks. Well, he's looking genius. at Danville. Who doesn't know a bunch of real estate agents? I right. talk to real estate agents all the time. So it doesn't this, mean I'm buying a house. This thing is all just, it's, it's um, such a... It's a bunch of hot air, and it's a bunch of lies. And if you're Carlos Correa, if you're Scott Boris, and you look at the end around that Aaron Judge pulled on the Giants, Farhan and it's wide. easy to do the exact same thing. <laughs> uh, Andy in Novato. Hey, Andy, what's cooking, man? What are you doing? Hey, hi, guys. Uh, I have to agree 150% with Dibs, and that's not surprising. I think Dibs may be the sharpest guy in the radio in San Francisco. Be careful here, Andy. This is going to go. This is going to go way off the rails if you keep that up. Stretch it out, Andy. We're going to give you some time. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay. So listen, um, I, 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 I'm not a four-hundred guy. What I think he should have done all along is two things at once. Number one, Judge actually thought about coming here, but it was tough to go against the Yankees. But one thing is. Giants don't have any other players. They wouldn't have pitched to him. 
Why didn't he go after Correa? Why didn't he go after someone else simultaneously? And he can't hurt if he signs one of these guys. It's only going to make Judge have some pause. Well, maybe they are going to put together a lineup. Andy, and we can only Andy, 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 we can go. Only, Andy, hold on a second. Don't cut off the pro no, 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 hang, hang on a sec, because I want to answer that question before it gets lost <laughs> in his next point. Andy, the the reports for weeks now have been that they absolutely are having simultaneous conversations. Don't take Judge signing first to mean that that now all of a sudden they're calling Correa for the first time. That that's not accurate, and Scott Boris has already confirmed that. In fact, that was that was a report yesterday. Boris confirmed a face-to-face meeting with the Giants about Brandon Nemo and Carlos Correa. That already happened last week. I just wanted to say that. Now proceed. Seriously, Brandon Nemo we're talking about in the same breath with Judge and Correa and Brandon Nemo? Oh, God. Anyway, I'd rather see uh, Lamont Wade than Brandon Nemo or whatever. Oh, that's not it's not true. an upgrade. Yeah. It's a lateral move. <laughs> no, it's not. It's Brandon Nemo's way better than Lamont Wade. But anyway, go ahead. Go ahead, Andy. Okay, just just one thing. Um, Giants are great fans. And let's say you, the Giants, what five yahoos in the stands decide one day to boo somebody. You can't you can't diss the Yankee fans and I know I'm born and raised in New York and I've been both a Giant and Yan- uh, Yankee fan my whole life. To say they were booing Judge, they love him to the max. And if there were twenty excuse me twenty bozos booing him at one point, you, you just can't lay that out there. All oh, the Yankee fans even booed him. Don't, don't go there. It's such an easy shot. All oh, of just say the Yankee fans are idiots. No, they love the guy. They love the guy. Okay. All right, fair enough, Andy. Thank you for that. And uh, I will say that I've never call. bought that aspect of this entire production. The idea that Aaron Judge was going to leave New York because he got booed. Oh, it's a part is of it. Like he's, I mean, no, it's not. He's a Yankee. Well, I mean, we I mean, don't know. You, you honestly he think... He mentioned it in the Time article, and people try to use that exactly. as a reason, right? Like, exactly. that's what Mark Giants mentioned it as a reason. No, no. he did not, he did not mention it. He mentioned in the Time article that he didn't like the way the Yankees handled his negotiations. Right. I don't think... He, I think he mentioned the booze in that article. He didn't like that his team... He didn't like the teammates being booed. He did mention... Uh, who's the guy that ended up with the Dodgers last year? Why am I blanking? Gallo. Was, the Gallo. He did not like that. Charles not like the way Yankees fans handled Joey Gallo. You can't be, you can't hit 62 home runs in New York if you're so sensitive that you can't handle a boo. I mean, can, can you imagine if this guy was that flimsy emotionally? He couldn't handle a boo? This guy's a, he's an international superstar yeah. and he's 6'8". He can't handle some boo. Oh gosh, I gotta oh, leave. He can't handle that the Yankees leaked his contract either. I mean, that that's oh, no, equally he obviously nonsensical. He did, he did handle right. it. Yeah, he handled sixty-two it home runs. He said no, thank you. Yeah. You know, he ended up getting uh, one hundred and fifty more million dollars. By the way, exactly. Because he was offered what two thirteen, and he said he said no to two thirteen, and he winds up with three sixty. So, turns out betting on himself. Was was the smart move. Pretty At good. the end of all this, you're left with a, a Giants roster that doesn't have Aaron Judge, and you can say you're all in on Carlos Correa, but and I I got swayed, I got duped on the possibility of them getting Aaron Judge, and much like you said earlier, that you will not be fooled again by the player trying to go home again. Yeah, I won't be fooled by Farhan Zaidi and his pursuit of a megastar and the issuance of a nine-figure contract 
It's not happening. You're not getting. You're not getting Correa. You're not getting Swanson. You're not getting Bogarts. You might get Brandon Nemo, and you know you may end up. You're gonna try to get him on a three-year deal though, because you're far on Zaidi, and that's what you do. And I know this is not a Mitch Hanniger show, but you got a guy who's basically. He's damaged goods. The guy missed two-thirds of the year last year because of a variety mm-hmm. of injuries. So that's right now your big marquee offseason signing. It's another classic buy-low move from Farhan that's going to do nothing for the fan base. Susan Slusser moments ago, initial word was that Carlos Rodon is seeking six years. It sounds like more like seven now based on his age. Giants are still in on him. I'm sure they are. Oh boy! I'm sure they are. So just so reading. Over here. I'm just reading. You know, and I just I read Susan Sluster, but she had a bad day yesterday. So you know her uh, her credibility in the, what she's hearing take a takes a step back oh. based on her reportage yesterday. John Heyman, his reportage got absolutely tortured um, you can, yesterday. You can have a rough day and and I'm not gonna back. I'm no not doubt. gonna attack credibility. Susan so let, Susan Susan's one of the that. best in no the doubt. business. She had a bad day yesterday. That's hey, all I'm saying. Not not disparaging. That, that, but that doesn't touch her credibility. Just, not even a little bit. Well when you read this, it tells me what? It tells me that the Giants are still in on yeah, Carlos Rodon. Still meeting with Scott so Boris with regard they had to the chance Carlos to sign Rodon. him last year and they did sign him last year and they gave him a one plus one. So now you're going to go back to Carlos and say, hey, Carlos, we're going to give you a six or seven year deal. I'm not buying it. And the, I, so totally that. Me I totally get that. shows me that he's get that. willing to sign, that he can actually go out and he actually is willing to ink somebody for more than three years. I'm not going to be duped again by Farhan in any of these free agents. So all fair these enough. guys, that is totally Swanson, fair. Rodon, if they're all getting more than three years, then they're not going to be Giants. Uh, I mean, it's totally totally fair right now for every Giants fan to say, I'm not going to believe a darn thing until I see it. That's completely fair. John and Brentwood, um, hey, you're on Weather and Dibs. What's up, John? What are you doing? Hey, how's it going, man? This is uh, just going back to what was going on about the franchise. We're an elite franchise, right? Overall, like history-wise, right? Yeah. Would you say? Yes. Would you say we're an elite franchise? Yes. Hello? Yes. Uh, are, you, are you hearing us? We're looking like a joke right now. Uh, we're being laughed at by the Dodgers, by the Padres, especially by the Yankees. When's the last time you've gone to the ballpark and been like, I'm going to go watch this guy? I can't pick one. <laughs> been a while, John. Can't go on. John, yeah. John, can't John, go on. John, John, John. You failed too. Um, Farhan failed, but but John, you 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 lost us there. Um, I get it. All right, uh, not done yet by any stretch with your calls. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seventy is the number. Warriors tonight, right here on ninety five seven. The game. Don't forget that. And speaking of Warriors, uh, we're going to get Doc Pandy in here, cleared to play as well. Because man, Wiggins out, Steph out. Draymond out. Can Jimmy G be back? Trey Lance, all of that with Doc Pandia, and then more of your calls, and then Steiny and Goo looming as well, right here on Willard and Dips. Yeah, yeah. Hey, this is Matt Stein, Matt of Steiny and Goo, 12 to 3 on 95 7, the game. Let's get back to Willard and Dibs. Why is it Willard and Dibs? Dibs has been here longer. Let's get back to Dibs and Willard on 95.7 The Game. Meet Dibs and Willard. You want to be Dibs and Willard for 
For today, you can do that. Yeah, I don't Go care. Go ahead. Here, take it. Bring us care. in. Bring us in. It's time to uh, talk to the great doctor, Dr. Narav Pandya, as we get cleared to play. So many medical questions, and we should probably start, though, with... Your hurt feelings, Mark. Um, oh, I got no hurt feelings. <laughs> I think Giants fans' egos got hurt for sure. Um, and we can find out what the uh, the time of recovery for that is. Time for Cleared to Play, where we take you inside the tent, get you updated on latest injuries in the Bay. Proud to partner with UCSF Health on this segment and bring an associate professor of orthopedic surgery, Dr. Narav Pandia. Yeah, have you ever gotten somebody to come in and be like, Doc, I... Uh, I have no confidence anymore. Can you fix me? <laughs> yeah, you know, I have, you know, sometimes you get people come in and, and you've got to tell them it could just be a chronic problem. You know, it's hard to fix those things. And the uh, way the Giants are looking right now, it could be a chronic problem. Yeah, no no joke. But uh, let's let's definitely get right to the one that, that I think we're all fascinated to hear from you. And it's this. Can Jimmy Garoppolo play in January? I think based on what they're reporting, the fact that they ruled out this Liz Frank injury... Um, which would obviously be seasoned and potentially even have long-term implications. It's just a regular kind of run-of-the-mill broken foot, and he's not getting surgery? Absolutely. You could definitely potentially see him playing in six to seven weeks, assuming he heals well, he's able to you know, be very active and, and put pressure on it. So absolutely, you could see him potentially first or second round of the playoffs, obviously based on what information they release, him on the field, absolutely. What would he need to do in terms of being able to come back and avoid the rust? I know just the actual rehab of the bones themselves, but is there flexibility that he can do before the bone heals to get him even more ready? Yeah, absolutely. Assuming that these injuries and the fact that they're not getting surgery on it probably means that most of these breaks are pretty stable, meaning that you can do more flexibility work. You don't necessarily need to be immobilized. Um, there are things out there now where you can actually simulate running without putting pressure on your foot with these zero-gravity treadmills. So there are lots of things he can do to stay in shape, to stay ready, so that when he's on back on the field, he can absolutely not have that drop-off in terms of the physical part of his performance. So, yeah, this sounds like the best-case scenario, and, and this is one of the few times I've ever seen such a drastic change within 24 hours for an athlete in terms of what their prognosis would be. You know what also I, I think would be uh, interesting to note, and this goes for Jimmy and Trey Lance, for that matter, because we know this isn't going away. If we're going to keep talking about the idea of either of them returning in January, what if, it, what if it were like a road game in Philadelphia and it's 22 degrees? How, how would that affect these guys? You know, weather absolutely will. You know, and I think for, for Jimmy, you're thinking about if, if he were to come back, you're thinking about pain. Because um, the number one issue with this is going to limit him. It's not necessarily that his foot's going to be unstable or he's going to twist his ankle, you know, in terms of, of coming back like that. It's how much pain can he tolerate. And we absolutely know that in colder weather, um, everything is going to be stiffer. It's going to hurt more. So, yeah, absolutely, where their playing could potentially play a role. For Trey, if you were theoretically to come back, um, then you're worried more about the flexibility, the fact, the fact of a secondary injury because he's been out for so long. Whereas Jimmy only has six, seven, eight weeks in best case scenario of being away and he can do stuff. Trey hasn't really played football, you know, in almost like three, four, five, six months at that point. So there you're worried about, is he going to get a hamstring? Is he going to get a quad? So absolutely, where you're playing, the team you're playing against, what their defense is like, are all considerations that go into determining whether an athlete will be cleared to play to return for that game. Tonight, James Wiseman plays basketball in Utah. Presumably, he's rejoined the team, but Andrew Wiggins won't. He's got a right adductor strain. What exactly is that, Doc? 
Yeah, you know, they, they uh, it's it's clad the classic groin muscle that is pulled. So um, it's a fancy way of saying he pulled his groin. Um, and typically with these kind of injuries in NBA players, we think of groin injuries more in soccer players. We, we obviously think of it with, with receivers and football. If you look at NBA players that have adductor injuries, they actually miss six to seven days, six to seven games, excuse me. So if he's out for an extended period of time, I don't think necessarily the fans should get worried that this is some sort of season-ended injury. But it does take a while to get back particularly since the adductor muscles are used a lot when you're playing basketball, you're cutting, you're pivoting, et cetera. The key is that there's about a 20% re-injury rate with this if you come back too early. So number one, it's better to err on the side of him taking additional time off. But good news for him long-term is if you look at these players globally when they have this injury, there's no impact on their long-term performance. So we might have a short-term loss in terms of Wiggins not playing, which can potentially impact the team. But long-term, I'm not super worried about it. Doc, uh, anything other than garden variety for, from uh, from Steph Curry with what you've read and and heard? I mean, it seems like you know you got to come up with something if you just want to give a, a guy a night off. But maybe this is more than that. What do you think? You know, he did have that kind of like ankle tweak the game before the Pacers game. So there potentially may be a little bit of soreness. Um, I think anytime you want Curry to get a little rest, saying ankle soreness, no one's going to question you about that. But, um, yeah, there may be a little bit of residual soreness where he had that little tweak in the game before. Maybe played a lot, you know, obviously played a lot against the Pacers and was having some soreness. And this seems to be a good time to rest, particularly since other players will be out. So there may be something to it, and I think it's better to be safe, particularly since how many minutes he's been playing, um, just given the depth of the team. And Draymond Green will be out with left hip tightness. He had right hip issues last year. He's also had back issues. How interrelated are these things between the hips and the lower back? Oh, absolutely related. I think, you know, a lot of times pain in that area can migrate to the hips. And, you know, you develop your core muscle strength, um, you know, during the rehab process. And part of the core is the muscles that are around the hips. So if there's any degree of soreness in the back or if it's some sort of compensation, you'll absolutely affect the, the hips as well, too. So it's not surprising. And one of the things Draymond did talk about a lot during the offseason was a part of the things he did in terms of rehab. And it was working on the core, working on the hip area, because these are the areas that are going to get impacted if you're coming off a back injury. So absolutely, I think it's all interrelated for him. And absolutely, and, you know, as he's been playing more intensely, there may be some soreness kind of radiating down to those hips as part of his back issues. Uh, does James Wiseman play basketball tonight? He, he does, but I'm afraid to tweet that out because you can see if you mention James Wiseman on <laughs> right. Twitter, I am going to get crucified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Duck. Um, I'm 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 good at the uh, the tweet and duck also. So if you you need any any tips on how to do that, uh, go ahead and let me know. But Doc, thank you so much. Great stuff. No problem. Take care, guys. Tim. All right, there he goes. That's Doc Pandy. The proceeding was sponsored. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. By UCSF Health, cleared to play inside the tent, getting you updated on all the latest injuries in the Bay and proud to partner with UCSF Health on the segment with Associate Professor of Orthopedic Surgery, Dr. Narav Pandya. Not back to Wiggins, back to Judge. Uh, let's go to Patrick in South City. Hey, Patrick, you're on with Wilden Dibs. What are you doing? How are you doing today? What's up? Hey, I want to uh, do my little spiel here, so be patient with me, please. <laughs> you know, uh, as a lifetime uh, Giants fan, I think we fans need to come to the sober reality that players just don't want to come here. And it's not just Judge. It's, it's Will, They were after Wilson Contreras. He's gone. Kenley Jansen's going to sign. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, Rodon doesn't want to be here. Trey Turner just signed. I mean, every player that they were see- supposedly seeking has signed elsewhere. And that's got to tell you something. Players just don't want to play for this management. I mean, I don't know if it's the metrics, you know, they don't want to play for a manager that's pulling starting pitchers out at, at, you know, in the fourth inning, or that they just don't have a commitment to putting a winning team on the field. There's a lot of factors, you know, that, that play into this. And I think that this guy just needs to go. He's cocky, he's arrogant, and the worst thing that ever happened in our history was winning 107 games last year, because that empowered Farhan to go to the owners and say, look, I'm doing a great job for you guys. I produced 107 wins with half the payroll, so you guys should value me. That was a big, big, big problem for us. On the social side of it, if I'm a player like Judge or Trey Turner or Wilson Contreras, and I'm looking at the state of the, the, the city of San Francisco that this mayor has left us in, what is there to come to? There's no nightlife. You know, there's only a few restaurants. You know, there's homeless, there's crime. We've had a lot of bad press for the last two or three years around the world, actually. And, and what, honestly, between this management style and the social aspect of San Francisco that's been destroyed, what is there to come to? I don't blame these guys. Patrick, thank, thank you so Patrick. much. I don't even know if I can go home and have lunch. We might as well just all just uh, call it a call it a life uh, based in on terms that of call. San Francisco, it's a completely different city than it was pre-pandemic. And put the homeless issue aside because that's a complex one. But just the, the lack of people who are actually working downtown, it started to come back yeah, a little true. bit. But it used to be a lot more of a bustling city. And even around the ballpark, I mean, you had Pedro's and Pete's across the street. Those have been closed, and a lot of the other bars and, and restaurants are closing. Been a couple uh, tough years uh, in the uh, in the world for sure. But to his point about but, the, the yeah, manager do, and the does, GM, does no one want to play for the Giants? Do you I buy think, that take? Not no one, but there's definitely something there. Hmm. And I, I I think when you look at this situation with Carlos Rodon in particular and other pitchers, you look at the way they go about managing this roster. If I'm a an everyday player 
and I have a choice of where to go, I don't know if I'd want to come to this situation. I, I wonder. Jock Peterson had two home runs, and he got taken out of a game. And I know he said, yeah, this is what I expected that to happen. And, but, I, and then he also came back. So not I, in that game. No, he came but, back for another season, and I know he got a huge qualifying offer. A but, huge qualifying offer. Right, but he offer. absolutely in this market could have gotten a multi-year deal. There is Not for $20 million a year, I don't think. No, 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 not for that per year, but he right. could have gotten a much bigger guarantee in a multi-year deal. He didn't, I guess. I, I wonder I sort if of, players bristle I do. the I, way listen, that they go about managing I, this team. I'm, I'm sure there's some of that, and there's plenty who are not bothered by it. To make it a blanket statement that no one wants to play here is think is way too much, and I'm right. kind of with what Kevin Franzen said. A lot of this would be different if their own people who they wanted to keep were leaving in mass. Well, Buster Posey retired early. Well, that's that's putting thoughts in his head. He did retire early. I mean, You're, that's your estimation. His career was. I mean, he could still be playing. I mean, he said at the beginning of the year, "This was my last year." He just didn't say it publicly. Right. I mean, that was I, so early. Is if Boach is still around? That's I our, wonder if Buster retires. I mean, that's our that's, that's our estimation to use the word early. Um, all right, what's up next on the game? Uh, brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking, no compromises. Much more of your phone call still ahead. And Steining and Goo jump in here as well on Willard and Dibs. This is James Wiseman. Now back to Willard and Dibs. Now back to Willard and Dibs. <laughs> he went down to Santa Cruz and learned how to pronounce the name. Good job, James. Now you're back. Let's go. Let's play some basketball. Speaking of the dubs, not only a game tonight, but executive show, 2 o'clock today, Steiny and Goo, Bob Myers. If you'd like to listen to an executive you're not mad at today, Bob oh Myers. Yeah, 2 o'clock, Steiny and Goo. Warriors, eight-point underdogs at Utah. No Steph, no Dre, no Andrew. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And the spread is eight. Um, we have a quote from Kyle Shanahan in just seconds. On Judge? With regard to Jimmy Garoppolo. I okay. hope somebody... Did somebody ask him about Judge? <laughs> uh, hey, Kyle, you got any stars that you want to lend the Giants? Seriously. Uh, because all the other teams in this town have stars. The Giants don't have any stars. Uh, speaking of stars, I think you'll see stars if you've got really cool gear on your back or your maybe, loved one's probably, back. But maybe not. Uh, yeah, well, it's a, a consideration. To go to 957thegameshop.com. New items up now. Get there now. Get a gift for you or for a loved one. 957thegameshop.com. All right, here's Kyle. Shanahan on the idea of Jimmy Garoppolo returning at some point this season. Quote, that, there's that way outside chance late in the playoffs, but it's just an outside chance. We're not real optimistic about that. And that is Percy after um, Kyle Shanahan calling it a uh, way outside chance, not real optimistic on that, the idea of Jimmy Garoppolo. And and by the way, I read that as A, true, but also Kyle's going to do the same thing with Jimmy that he's been doing with Trey. They're not going to get everybody all ramped up and it puts pressure. Like, players don't like that. I wonder if y'all know that. They do not want a head coach going, yeah, we think he'll be ready in six weeks 
because then if they're not, it puts them in a really bad emotional spot with the fans. And also, they have no idea. He's right. not a doctor. First of all, even if he was a doctor, you don't know how the bones are going to heal. Correct. Nobody knows how the bones are going to heal until the bones heal. I also think a head coach does not want to be public on December 7th talking about the NFC Championship game. Right. Uh, that's also not something that, that coaches are normally going to want to do. He's going to want to talk about Tampa exactly. Bay. And, and that's about where if it is. If they had clinched a playoff spot, and then maybe he could speak to the divisional yeah. round game. But even that, you know, he probably wouldn't do this far in advance because you, you're taking it one day at a time. Uh, Stein and Goo jumping in here shortly. Steve in San Jose with Willard and Dibbs. Hey, Steve, what are you doing? Uh, it's actually uh, E. I'm just uh, sitting here waiting to talk to you guys before I walk in the lunch. Oh, sorry about um, that, E. What does E? What does E stand what for? What does E stand for? Uh, <laughs> Eric. Okay. Um, What's up, E? Eric. So uh, <laughs> until I see anybody but John Heyman announce that the Giants are <laughs> going to get somebody or even in on someone, I'm not going to. I'm not going to get my hopes up. I've had conversations for two months with my coworkers that are big Giants fans, the same as me, and we've all been, you know, joking about, are we going to get a judge costume and get a wig? Yeah, sure. I'm going to get one that's all ripped up that looks like it's been through a bombing. This is ridiculous. We cannot believe that the Giants are ever going to be in on a guy until they actually have him with the how many times we've been lied to, not lied to, but the way that we've been made to feel about Yeah, yeah. How many times that a carrot has been dangled in front of your face? And listen, sometimes that's on a team. Sometimes it's not. Like, you can't control when you're a team who's reporting. The Giants are in on this. The Giants are in on that. But Steve, or, yeah, sorry, Steve. E, Eric, I think this is a very fair place for a Giants fan to come from today, which is stop teasing me. Like, stop. Stop teasing oh. me. And, and again, I will continue to bang the drum of when you're in free agency, to a degree, it is out of the team's control, provided that they are making the correct offer, which I don't think they always have. In this case, I do think they did. But, yes, this has turned into a consistent tease. All a fan can do is come at it from their perspective. We're just sitting here at home. We're just sitting here waiting. And you, the team, whether by all fault or some fault or no fault of their own, we have gone on a journey where we are just consistently teased. And disappointed. Yeah. And let down. And it's, it's, it, it's not fun. And it falls on the man at the top. And it's Farhan Zaidi who ultimately is the one who gets credit for the things that go right. And you get blamed for the things that don't go right. And you could say it's the ballpark. You could say it's a lack of nightlife in San Francisco. Somebody on YouTube was even citing the fact that it, it, San Francisco is too liberal for some of these guys. They don't like it. Dansby Swanson, a Southern guy, doesn't want to come to a well, to a liberal hotbed. The, maybe the, the park is no good. The manager tinkers too much, and the city is too liberal. The taxes are too high. All of those are excuses. Get it done. Your job is to build a roster that wins and is attractive to fans. And right now you're not doing either one. So that ultimately, you can say they made the best offer. You lost out on Aaron Judge. You lost out on Bryce Harper. You lost out on Stanton. You're losing Carlos Rodon. You continually don't get it done, and at some point, you're going to have to pay the piper. Yeah, the tease is going to have to stop or else, the, the, you know, here, here's the good news. For everybody out there who is down 
on one Farhan Zaidi, or if it's Gabe Kapler or whoever you want to point your uh, your rage at today, if you're down on those people and your reason for being down on them is you never win in free agency, you never bring a good player, you never bring anyone of name value, you never sign a nine-figure deal. If that's your thought, well, here's your good news. He's going to be gone if he doesn't. He's going to be gone if he doesn't. Like, yeah. understand that. Kapler's got two more years. And I, like, this is not. This is the year. They're not. The, the, the Larry Bear wing of the Giants, the people with the last name Johnson, are in many ways concerned more with those attendance figures and what's going on at concession stands and in parking lots than they are with the National League West standings. And. They are not going to sit there and just watch this thing crater. So if you're mad that they won't do that, here's the good news for you. It's not going to be today. It's not going to be this year. But if they don't start bringing in people who you, the fans, want to see... They're going to be gone. Because the fans won't show up. Yeah, they're going to be gone. this year, by the way. If you don't do I, anything in this offseason. But it's not before this year is my point. It will be might be during this year. Because if you look at you know the situation, we don't know how long Farhan's inked for. We know his contract was set to run through this season. We know Kapler has this season and one more additional year. And it feels like that these two are joined at the hip in terms of if you're going to move off of Farhan, you're going to move off of Kapler and maybe vice versa. And you know, this is a big week for both of them because, you know, there is a sense among fans that it's not only Farhan that's the problem. It's Gabe Kapler as well. I do have a question for all of you for the San Francisco Giants, okay? I guess this, this, is a, this is a difficult one. It's a little bit of an intricate one. Hi, Steining Goo. How are we doing today? What's going on? Hey, hey. All right. If you read... Let's say Tim Kawakami. There are others saying this today. The San Francisco Giants. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.